0: Welcome to NFP, the non-fungible podcast, with your host, D. Klein. Hey, it's the non-fungible podcast, NFP, with your host, D.E. Klein, and today I have a very special guest, and uh-oh, I did not double-check how to pronounce your name before recording. I think it's Shinji Akira. Am I correct? Hi
1: there. Um, it's Shinji Akira. So oh to no. To it. Yeah, yeah. Close enough though, but um yeah.
0: Usually After I check before it. recording. I feel like a jerk now.
1: No, it's all good.
0: Yeah. It's all good. Anyway, welcome to the show. I'm so pleased that you're here. Uh Shinji is okay? Shinji's perfect, yeah. That's great. Be. Thanks. Uh and Shinji here, he is one of my guildies here. I mean, you're you're like the, the guild leader, yes? Uh that the is guy. correct. Uh, What's the is. official title?
1: ah that's a tricky one right um let's let's leave it as as um uh as a leader for now but uh-huh. um i i kind of prefer the term currently overseeing because it's kind okay. of a fluid sort of environment right so yeah
0: maybe a little less less uh, what's the word like pretentious i guess like ooh, I am the, yeah I am the you know man,
1: or... exactly I, i'm not about that it's it's more of an environment where we foster collaboration and uh, emerging of ideas and that sort of distilling. So um yeah, let's talk about that a...
0: most recent collaboration that just went on to Async. That was pretty wild.
1: Absolutely. It's um it's like one of the largest if not the largest mm-hmm. we've actually done. Um with a whole host of incredible artists. Um and my mind's still blown about like the, the scale and the, the the degree of like dynamic nature of everything. Everyone's styles are being exhibited and um yeah, really looking forward to um seeing how the variations turn out in terms of how people interact with it and see it
0: i gotta say like you have a superstar caster i i'm honestly very honored to be a part of it like when i look at the people you have in this guild i'm like i'm with these people <laughs> what is going on in my life here <laughs> it's crazy um this piece you have it's on async right now right called the cyber watch correct yeah so if listeners want to check it out probably the easiest way is to go to the guild underscore nft on twitter that's at the guild underscore nft and that's probably the easiest way to see what they what what's being posted as a guild right and then from there you can go wherever right
1: absolutely um so we're currently posting a mix of the run-up to the auction day for the cyber watch um so every couple of days we're releasing more and more layers showcasing the artists involved so you get to know them their styles if you haven't been familiar with them um but considering this the, the vast sort of scale of the different artists, from newbies to ogs um you should be familiar with a few names they've been floating around um Indeed. so yeah that's really exciting yeah, so yeah, twitter is yeah. where you can find a lot of that
0: info yeah no twitter i i love twitter i mean pff. It's so great for so many things, but especially if you're into this stuff, just the way that you can keep up with the current, whatever is exciting at the moment, there's no better place. I mean, I know a lot of people go into the discords and the telegrams, but Twitter kind of has it all together. You know what I mean?
1: Twitter, I've noticed as well, like their algorithms has been getting really, really good in terms of, um, not so much as in terms of siloing, but in terms of relevant context, like really, really good um and from the art perspective it's been blowing up i think it actually might um knock the other guy out the water without pointing fingers <laughs> yeah
0: ah uh-huh. i see what you're saying yeah hmm. uh this this piece here though let's talk about the process involved like i i just recently joined the guild thank you um oh, man it's great I... to have
1: you your 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 artwork is incredible I'm, I'm literally a zombie fan with regards to the style and everything so
0: that is so um, kind of you i mean when i look at your art it's like mind-blowing now just for listeners you can find shinji Achiraz. is that correct that's correct yeah artwork probably the, you know what i was talking with clyde f smith the other day uh flux research yes flux well, research. CryptoArtNet. because if you go to CryptoArtNet and you search for shinji you will find connections to everything it's what a wonderful website right and absolutely i actually just applied this morning i was like oh yeah i said i was going to apply and then i forgot to apply and i was like that's it i'm going to when i saw you were on crypto.net.com, it reminded me to apply so then i applied but what's great about it is all the links to all your stuff are just in one spot right even oh, like the consolidation even yeah your medium you know all your social media so hats off to to clyde for doing that work and he had we had a wonderful conversation actually i don't know if you got a chance to listen to it but very, very intelligent guy and very thoughtful.
1: Yeah, so. I, I, I actually went and listened to that and um, uh, it's uh, kudos to Flux Research. Like seriously, um, you've, you've created something that is a great resource that just pulls everything together really well. Um, and I wish more people would actually use it. The artist, it's a great repository.
0: It is, you know, and um, I think the thing I like the best about it, I was saying it to him is it's just so responsive because it doesn't have the issue of being a gallery that's running with all this blockchain stuff. It's just, it's just snapping up your screenshots or whatever. And so it's just very fast. Right. And so to right. browse is just such a nice experience because I can just peruse your work and it just click, boom, it's there. Right. Like, whereas if I'm on say, known origin is pretty good, but if I'm on yeah. say Rarible or something, it's like, ugh. Yeah, it's like 56k modem days, man. You know what I mean? No <laughs> oh, offense to her. I, I was surprised last night. I minted a few zombie punks, and right. they minted really fast. I was like, "What's yeah. going on here? Did they just oh. upgrade something?" Like,
1: well, it seemed like they, they did a um, an image optimization because I, I was exactly. hearing a bit about a few things um, that were degrading initially, but I think they have corrected it. So it's like a sort of multi-pass function. Okay. Um, and it seemed to be a bit quicker. Definitely, the minting was, was a lot faster.
0: Yeah, I was surprised. Like, now granted, these these zombie bugs are like five hundred kilobytes. They're, they're tiny files. True, true.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> then it's
0: like upload and mint. Boop, done. <laughs> right. So that right. helps compared to when you're uploading, say, uh, on known origin, like some ninety megabyte file or something, right? Then it's like yeah. you're sitting there going, "Is this even gonna work?" I don't know. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, But let's talk about your art, man. I have to tell you, this is the style that I mean, you've seen my art. I love 2D art. I just I love the I don't even know what words to put it in. That's the thing about art. It's easier to show it than it is to talk about it in some ways. Right. But there's just a vibrancy to it. And your your range of color palettes that you work with. I you know, I tend to stay in certain color palettes, but you have just a beautiful range. Some many of them have kind of this uh like an Asian type of a theme to them with the red, white, blacks. Yeah. And uh but you you go all over the place, right? Like you have uh pieces that are in a a beautiful variety. This uh, and then you have completely different like on known origin you have this uh piece Fall from Grace, which is quite different than your other work. Tell me about this piece.
1: So Fall from Grace is um okay, first let me put it in context, right? Um I'm very fascinated with definitely the Asian, um, uh, culture, uh, Mm -hmm. but merged with technology, uh, philosophy. So like there's this whole like melting pot that's going on in my head with the keen fascination of AI and, and the way we're moving forward. Mm -hmm. Um, so fall from grace is part of a series of, um, prose or excerpts that I've written that I'm just putting together as a sort of snapshot of a story to tell a much longer tale. Um, stylistically it's, it's trying to capture movement um, right. in a still frame that really it's dynamic, um, but at the same time is a lot of abstraction compared to the other styles, which is quite defined with the line weights and,
0: right. and very the specific
1: yeah. out. Oh, yeah, very, very illustrative. Mm-hmm. So, Fall really? From
0: Grace.
1: Go ahead. Fall From Grace is is one of a series of essential like um, snapshots and and I guess commentary on mm-hmm. what happens when we realize um, sort of self-actualization, but mm-hmm. together with perhaps the merging of of robotics and technology. If you look at, for instance, Elon Musk's Neuralink, and like what happens when this takes over as like a mainstream function? What does life look like then? Um, mm-hmm. Our fall from grace. We could have surpassed our actual pivotal point of humanity in the traditional sense. And now we become a super or new, new human. Um, So the fall from grace is also ironically a juxtaposition against rising above the current evolutionary state we're in. Um, Mm. So it's weird. You can also fall upwards, ironically.
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah. Wild. Now you kind of, you and I, we resonate in a way because we both love writing too. Here, you've got, the, I haven't really incorporated that into my art, though. Um, are you the type of person that could just kind of do something spontaneously right now that you would recite, say a poem you've written or anything like that? Is that possible? Could you do that? For the show?
1: I, I could, I could. Yeah. Um, oh, that's gonna be a tricky call out, but um,
0: Well, maybe perhaps I could give you something I've written. The... Yeah, yeah, please do. That would be fun
1: No, answer. no, sorry. Continue. Please to I was just
0: saying, perhaps it could be related to one of your recent artworks. You could... Ah, okay. Let's see. Or or, um... or say something you've written. That'd be cool too.
1: Okay, I could, I could do that one. Um, so there it goes. It's multitudes of conscious thought. My body fought, tried to stop the soul, but the stars got lost. And across many dimensions, we came across the extension of self. My free verse took something that was wealth and redistributed it. We took an 8-bit, we turned it into 16, 64, 128, and it seems like our scenes have become juxtaposed against our dreams. Reality bends and time mends all equations. So I got an alias that's half Asian, except I'm from the tip of Africa. So my freestyles have to make you understand the math. Uh, We stuck in a blockchain with Rhythm. This is a freestyle, cause I'm transitioning with Darren. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Whoa,
0: (laughs) that was awesome. (laughs) How do you do that like that? That was incredible.
1: You uh, have a uh,
0: special talent there, man. Wow. Uh,
1: thanks, man. It um, it's just sort of live through breath, I guess. I'm fascinated about exploring the psyche and, um, and the idea of dreams just like piercing reality constantly, which as, as creatives and artists, we're constantly just extracting out of our minds and trying to put it and share it. And then it becomes like something you can literally impact someone else's life with. Um, and now we're sitting in this economic sort of renaissance, so to speak. Yep. I know it's been thrown around a lot, but sure, it's actually incredible what creatives are able to do and the effect and the change that we could actually do using technology. So that's why it's quite an exciting space to be in.
0: I love it. That was, okay. Remind me at the end of the show, you got to end with something. <laughs> cool, cool. I'm going to take a note of that here a second. That was phenomenal um definitely not a talent i have wow i have to when i write i think really carefully about the content and how you know i, I can't move at that speed that you just did that that was incredible thank you so oh, let's uh, let's look at some uh, other pieces you've created now i know origin you just have the one piece am i correct
1: i uh, know there are a couple over there okay um, let some, me check did i'm sold
0: Oh, yes, of course. Yes, yes. I was just looking at the one page. Yeah. I have this. So, I don't know. I'm terrible with nep- that. <laughs> I've totally messed up where I'm looking at people's artwork and the names of it and stuff. It's kind of embarrassing. Oh, good. But I just leave it in the recording because you know what? It's okay to make mistakes and learn from them. I just have a problem learning from them is the only thing. So... <laughs> uh can we talk about before we leave known origin can we talk about this piece imperium where you have three available and yes i'm assuming that's the correct pronunciation
1: um yes yeah, so it's Imperium, which is actually it's a collaboration between myself and a fellow guild member uh, or who's mm-hmm. a incredible artist from france mm-hmm. um and it's, a, it's the first of a series of three that we'll be doing um which we did as a as an interesting experiment mm-hmm. um so yeah, what would you like to know?
0: So in terms of the process, I mean, the reason it stood out to me, I didn't realize it was a collab, but it stood out because it looked a little different, of course, but if that's because it's a collab. Yeah. So yeah. what was the process involved in doing that? How did you get to working with Orabelle Art and where did you go with that then?
1: So I first stumbled onto her work uh, through Rareable, and something very distinct about how she would capture like form. And her color palette, she seems to love the, the pinks and the purples. And like, there's this I really
0: see,
1: like, yeah. oh man, so do I, <laughs> and, but when they melt together, yes. there's like this really interesting thing that happens. Um, so with that in mind, I, I created the background initially that I sent to her, um, which indicated a hint of the compositional flow, but I didn't say what she had to necessarily create, but there was enough oh. suggestion in the background. Um, So when she sent back the work of the initial outlines, I'm like, she hit it on the head. It's like, it felt so natural. Literally, she's just like, I just picked it up and it's like, it just came to me. Um, So
0: yeah, the way the figure figure flows with the background, that totally makes sense now. And like the hair and just kind of the the S curve to her body. And
1: yeah, so she sent that back and then I put a layer on top of it with all the smoky elements and some extra like um, highlights and extra detail here and there. And yeah, that's, it's, it was a, a ABC sort of collab. Um, so the next one will have working a similar in like, approach.
0: Procreate or what are you doing?
1: So she works predominantly in procreate. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I use a variety of mediums. So I'll go from either an initial pencil sketch, then I might work in some 3d. So like in, either in a Z brush or a 3d studio max, sort of scenario, mm-hmm. um, as well as Photoshop. So in this instance, the background was a 3d generated background. So it had a very sort of like fabric and a lot of folds and curvatures. I could light it according to what I was wanting to to portray. And then from there, she worked on top of that in Procreate. And then I took it back and finished it off in in Photoshop.
0: What a great collaboration. Like the two of you just, it melds. It looks like a single cohesive work, if you know what I mean. As opposed to being two elements that are kind of forced together. It's, It's meant to be together. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's um, it was such a smooth sort of process. It was ridiculous. It's like it, it one thing just literally led into the other, and the flow, as is seen in the actual piece, is how the actual collab felt. It was very organic and very very interesting. Like we were having an actual conversation and just sitting like with sitting with a bunch of friends when we could, <laughs> and sure. um, essentially just sitting and sketching and ja- jamming and laughing and. It's amazing what comes out of that so that kind of felt like this even though Absolutely, we yeah. literally continents apart
0: <laughs> so that isn't that amazing cool. Hey? yeah yeah <laughs> well speaking of collabs i mean obviously the guild that's a huge thing with the guild um what's your experience with that like how long have this has this guild thing i don't even actually know the history of it like get, tell me a little bit about how long it's been around and
1: so the guild was started um last year right Mm -hmm. and i i wasn't involved from the very get-go it was founded by another member called talos Mm -hmm. and it was one of the they created the first one with uh robness and max cyrus and danil pan and a host of other uh, you can see it through through the course of it but it was called um palimpset palimpset i always pronounce that incorrectly um but that was the the origins of the guild in terms of mass collaboration. So it was one of the first big collaborations in the blockchain on Rareable. Mm-hmm. Um, so a piece of history forever set in time, um, which is based on the premise of a sort of blind potato method where the canvas is passed around, and you have a finite period of time to work on it, mm-hmm. um, so that you can create within the construct of a theme, whichever that was to be decided. Um, I got involved, I think it was around the third or fourth one. So there were two that pre- that um, sort of went after that um, in terms of fear, flowers, forgiveness. There's a whole host, as you'll see over there. Um, and then towards the end of the year, um, I essentially was placed in the overseeing or leadership sort of role. The leader? Um, no, I'm just kidding. No, nah, I hate that word. I really, I really, it's not, it's why I said it's it's it. I really like that. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> 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 um, but it's just to, to to change one or two things around um so that we can really create something that is is going to stand for a long time um there are many different members from all around the world i um, currently we're sitting at around 41 roughly give or take um and it's fostering an idea of creative collaboration across both um class race economic situation but with a complete um empathy and sensitivity towards positivity like it is a really positively centered um group we want to create the type of change that affects real world change as well so a lot of our artists are also involved in fundraising efforts whether it's through the agar with Danil, who's an incredible individual
0: that carbon offset um, auction man that, that was, was nuts man for yeah. listeners to understand can you talk about that a little bit you probably know a lot more about it than i do i don't know about you but I can't always be in there as much as I'd like to be because of the fact that I have a full-time job um, outside of art. Um, is art is your jam, right? Like art is your like yes? yeah,
1: that is that is my my day to day. I'm not there year. yet. <laughs> I'd hope to be, but I'm not there yet. Oh no, I this, this this sort of COVID sort of prompted me into going like, you know what? It's kind of time to just jump in fully mm. into your art because i was doing a lot of work with clients before okay um and then i kind of got stuck in, in in an area after painting at a festival uh due to some some things that happened so i actually got stuck in lockdown um where i wasn't oh. supposed to be so to speak Oh wow um so i spent like eight months on a couch eight oh, no. <laughs> um which was an incredible experience in one regard because uh, I, I decided to um become very adaptable in order yeah so and then figured like well the world is in a state where in order to try and create a way out of it we have to embrace different ways of functioning so that means perhaps taking risks that you wouldn't necessarily do Uh, in this instance jumping head first into something that's like burgeoning technology which seems to be the catalyst for actually quite an incredible um, swing of change. Mm -hmm. Um, so with that in mind, it seems to be like the, the backbone and the driving force between a lot of the individuals that are within the guild. Um, there's a keen sensitivity to the environment around them, the community Mm -hmm. community is a strong, strong thing. And we're all in different ones. So if you're able to essentially, um, help lift up the rest of your community through the sums of creative efforts. I mean, that's an incredible thing, Um, especially considering the year we've all gone through.
0: Mm How has it been in your part of the world?
1: Um, South Africa was one of the heaviest lockdowns (laughs) Um, at one point. Yeah, yeah. The numbers were going all over the place. Um, But fortunately, recently, it's actually, it started to fall down and we're resuming some degree of normality but like, we're not out of the woods by any means really. So um, I was asking
0: about Aga and the carbon offset thing. Can you talk about that a little bit? was the thinking behind that? How did it happen?
1: So that is, that is really in Danil's, Danil's camp in terms Mm -hmm. of like, um, his organization and everything. Um, but there's a lot of in really, there's a lot of really good artists in terms of the heart, Never mind the skill levels, the heart that's behind the art, right? And it's quite strange that um, the larger artists don't seem to have the same drive to create positive change with the, the sum of their efforts. But a bunch of smaller artists and large ones, a couple of larger ones, came together to donate artworks over the course of the day the event ran, and it resulted in I think it was over 14 Ethereum or somewhere around there. Yeah, that. It quite right. a good number. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in order to offset basically the carbon emissions, which I mean that it's that, a dent and it's a really good dent, but can you imagine the scale if it's if it's incorporated into something that's actually like at platform level, mm-hmm. um, where everything that you do has that net positive effect? So um, so maybe we'll see that. So
0: what time. was the organization then that was donated to that that's doing that work? Do Offsetra, Offsetra was the name. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, and so that's something that I'm assuming they accept crypto for donations.
1: Um, I'm not entirely sure with the the, the direct payment method there. that would be probably better handled. Yeah. Okay. question with Danielle. I, <laughs> I you might. Um, know, but, but yeah, yeah. I was more of um, just in the shadows with um, support in terms of art yes. and, and
0: that okay. sort of thing. I'm sure listeners can check it out though. It's Offsetra. It's O F F. Excuse me. O F F S E T R A, I believe. Correct. Yeah. So. That's pretty cool though, right? Because I mean, there is this talk about, oh, blockchain technology is wasting a lot of electricity. Well, why don't we use it to benefit things more as opposed to costing things, right?
1: Absolutely. So, and if you consider the the amazing talent in the crypto community, I'm sure there's a way we can come up with a solution, like mm-hmm. a, a different solution, whether it is um, through using technology with agriculture um, and maybe binding it into Close sort of ecosystemic loops, so we can actually create greenhouse effects that that create real other employment. I mean, there's ways that mm-hmm. that this could possibly work. Um, so I'm I'm excited to see what interesting models come about in the not too distant future.
0: Yeah, it just takes creative minds, right? Absolutely, creativity. That's what it's all about, right? You know, I mean, the reality is so often there's kind of this negative narrative about blockchain technology and electric waste or whatever and it's like yeah guys this is a drop in the bucket compared to the waste that's happening in your daily lives in so many ways i was reading something the other day where uh, on average where i live in canada on average for every four bags of groceries a canadian buys one ends up in the trash well yeah that, that a quarter that's... of the canadians <laughs> buy ends up in the garbage well like that's ridiculous.
1: That's 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 crazy, man. No?
0: Yeah. Sure. It's a sad thing. That I Canada everybody's like, oh Canada's so wonderful. You know what? We're quite wasteful, honestly. <laughs> 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 um but you know, we kind of come off like we're sparkling clean and nice and perfect.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, uh every every people. every 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 area has its has it up and down swings right and yeah. we can only but change <laughs>
0: progressively. i'm just saying we seem to have this image around the world that we're like somehow the models when it comes to stuff and we're not <laughs> like where i live <laughs> the oil industry gas industry is, is huge and it's let's face it that's that's a hugely pollution like it's creating an people are talking about blockchain i mean hello oil and gas is massive right yeah yeah it's literally and the other like what is cattle farming? Cattle farming's huge here, right? Yeah, beef, Alberta
1: beef. <laughs> it's mean, It's quite amazing how the 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 fud around the, the topic of blockchain and energy really no. is it's a drop in the ocean. It is. Totally. A drop in I the imagine ocean if if
0: you say if everybody had like say one less hamburger a week, you'd probably offset all the blockchain electrical consumption that's ever taken place
1: i mean when we had um lockdown here right it was a complete lockdown that was a completely
0: made up statistic by the way
1: (laughs) (laughs) so when we experienced this crazy lockdown on this side um within a week the sky was clear and birds started coming back and like nature literally found a way to to fix everything to a degree yes and like the amount of bird song you could hear for instance and and just the quality of air and. there was a, a different type of energy around, uh, which obviously we don't hear cause we make a lot of noise on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think when we, when we think of that, we, we really need to just pay attention to all the examples that has already come before us from a natural perspective and we've got the technology that just creates a, a, a more, I wouldn't say more efficient, but a more um, accessible method of creating better supply chains. It's not within, without I think
0: a big thing is we just need to consume less in the places in the world where we're heavy, heavy consumers, you know, and that does create, one could argue, some economic problems, you know, but here's the thing. People would say, oh, there's no way you could change it. There's no way you could change it. And then they're like, okay, everything's got to be shut down. We changed it literally within like a span of like a week. Yeah. Because we had to. And that's where, if people would recognize, okay, actually we kind of have to do this because if we don't, we're gonna have a serious problem just living in a generation or two. And because it's a generation or two, we're like, nah, not my problem, right? Yeah, absolutely. But we have irrefutable proof it can be done, okay? Beijing, there were pictures of Beijing before uh, the shutdown. And then pictures of beautiful cityscape, blue sky, birds flying, birds chirping, like you said. And it's like, this is Beijing. Yeah. (laughs) And it took like something like a week. A week. It can be done.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: So, yeah. But there is some will there, some we gotta get that willpower happening among people. And I think, honestly, I'm guilty too. I mean, I'm not gonna pretend that I don't waste. I mean, I got a big TV and I got the the computers and here I am recording a podcast. And yeah, I'm into blockchain. Like, yeah, there's a lot of waste. But I think there's little things we can all do that. You know, eat a little less meat, for example, is one simple example, right? You can cut down a ton of waste having less meat. It's probably better I think, for you um, anyway. I mean, I love meat. don't get me wrong, but, <laughs> but cutting down on it would be healthier.
1: I guess changing the frequency, right? That, that's all mm-hmm. it is. Um, yeah, behavior behavior is an interesting thing. I, I usually, for instance, if I can relate that a bit, I'm always abstracting things because I float all over the place with regards to creation. Um, it's, a,
0: it's a talent you have, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: thank you. Um, it's, you always have to be challenging yourself, right? Like mm-hmm. at every, at every, at every level. So, um, getting outside of your comfort zone is a healthy thing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, um, cause I occasionally paint on walls as well. Right. So, is that right? yeah. Um, like I recently style? street artist. Yeah.
0: Um, more on the,
1: on the, I would say uh, mural side these days, but, okay. um, yeah, previously a bit of writing around, um, so, <laughs> <laughs> I was just talking so, to yeah, somebody yeah. this
0: morning about that, but yeah, go ahead
1: um and recently we we had this re- we've got a consistent festival that happens um in south africa um called ipaf which is the international public arts festival and this year's uh, theme was around 100 sustainability so you've got a bunch of different artists coming into an area called salt river and painting to have an interaction with the community find out what the saw points are but also under the theme of education around sustainability. So a lot of the topics dealt with a mix of animal conservation, cultural conservation, like economic change that can create new methods of, because um, we, we're in a state of rebuilding the world, correct? Like mm-hmm. everything has has kind of stopped and been forced to, to take a different approach. So there's going to be obviously a significant, significant drive towards sustainability at every level. Um, so yeah, I was painting this recently as about two or three weeks ago and the amount of positive energy that was just walking through the streets, experiencing this art, especially after the year we've just had um, it's contagious. (laughs) It's actually contagious. You can feel it even through, through the digital, through these communications that are constantly happening through your telegrams, through your Twitters. There is a buzz of positive, progressive, creative energy that doesn't want to be held back. (laughs)
0: <laughs> while well, we underestimate the importance of art i mean realistically think in the past year if there weren't for art would you would you even want to live do you know what i'm saying like am I'm, I'm, I'm not maybe that sounds like hyperbole but i'm serious you know like think about going through this past year without art and i'm talking broadly here i'm talking forms of entertainment i'm talking music i'm talking movies tv paintings drawings In this last year of being stuck apart from each other it's one of the only things that you can go wow life is still beautiful you know what i mean like life is still good i really enjoyed this or that or it's important people way underestimate the importance of art
1: oh yeah like the amount of incredible relationships and communication that i've experienced over the last year with inherently at the beginning absolute strangers Mm-hmm, sharing yep. a common sure. a common world situation different degrees i mean there's been sure. a lot of hurt and there's been a lot of pain that everyone has gone through at different levels and if not for art and the creative pursuits as you mentioned um i don't think people would be as sane and optimistic as they currently are because uh, um it, for me art is very much a therapeutic exercise it's a meditation. Um, I can, I I can disappear for hours on end. Just I completely lose
0: track of time.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, and if that was not there, I don't actually know how I would maybe function. It's so inherent, um, and, and a, a key component of the human experience. And I think more than ever last year, this has come to the forefront. Um, not only does the art allow your mind to escape your reality briefly, but it also opens up these synapses in your brain to, to really go, Oh, but wait, I don't have to approach this problem in this way. I can actually just shift my, my perspective slightly. And that problem is not a problem. It's it's an opportunity.
0: Mm.
1: So, um, yeah, like 2020 really, I think was the, 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 I could say contents under pressure. <laughs> it put a lot saying. of people under pressure. And um, now the, the it's the time to sort of explode and and colour will just be filling both the digital environment and the streets. Um, well, and I
0: think it's just it's human to crave restoration. When you look at brokenness, when you look at and this is sort of a theme in a lot of my art, the theme of brokenness, corruption. Yet as humans we are We adapt and adapting means taking something in the environment around us and altering it in a way that makes it better. And in the case of art, more beautiful. And but not only that, it's restoring in terms of things like you talked about the environment or looking at uh, an unjust situation and calling out for justice through art and saying this is wrong. This needs to be changed. You know, I was talking to Stella Bell. She's doing this exhibition today about Wall Street. Yeah,
1: yeah. Can't wait to check it out (laughs) after this.
0: That's saying, hey, this is wrong, you know, and it's not just ending at this is wrong. It's something needs to be done about this. It needs to change, you know. And so I think it's only natural. It's only human. It's a human attribute to want to restore things in one way or another and to see that it's not working the way it is. So that's something that I, I enjoy in my art. Hey, can we rewind a little bit to Rarible and look yeah. at uh, what you've got going on? Now, I don't know how active you are on Rarible now. Where do you tend to mint now the most? Um, I've
1: sort of, I've got a bunch of things I'm working on at the same time currently. Mm-hmm. So I have not minted that much recently uh, yeah, but I, I tend know. to mint across rareable and known origin at the moment. But okay. there are a couple of other things that are coming around. Um, Ooh, I should be dropping exciting. something. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to let too much out of the bag just yet. Um, but there's a couple of interesting <laughs> you know, things of this happening.
0: Happens on these podcasts. Where it's like,
1: well, I can't really tell. It's like okay. Well, no, thanks. no. No, no. I'm kidding. Um, I should be dropping something in the not too distant future. Um, on something that I can't tell you about. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah.
0: No, that's cool. I understand totally. I'm in the same boat with some stuff, so I, I get it. You got to kind of play... Timing is super important in this industry, right? Yeah. It's super yeah. important.
1: Um, so. But Rarible was Rarible was my, my starting ground, and I still have an absolute lot of love for it because it is an open platform to that regard. Um, it doesn't... It doesn't have the the problems that we've faced so often in the traditional world, mm-hmm. um, and it allows anyone to just hop on and and explore, um, including OpenSea as well. There's, there needs to be that that space.
0: I use it for my fun stuff. I use it for yeah. things that are like this is funny, right? And I, you know, I like that flavor. I do have some more serious pieces on there, but I've kind of transitioned those away to things like Known Origin or whatever and uh, you Rarible, I'm just doing kind of more, you know, like the zombie punks or stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's just funny and it's fun. Um, uh, you have, do you have a storefront on OpenSea?
1: Um, I do, I've only got a couple of works in there, okay. um, but I have opened a collection there, so I'll be minting into that more frequently, because you're able to choose the type of currencies you wish to transact in, which is yes. a big
0: one, right? That's nice. Um, that's a you massive, could, like, massive a draw coin, For example.
1: Exactly. Um, or trash. Yeah a coin. Because <laughs> that that totally. is the movement that like uh, I'm very, very much an adamant like um what's the word? Could I say supporter or could I say like man, I love the movement. Let's put it this way. Like you've gotta you've gotta appreciate it for what it is. I <laughs> love I love it. <laughs> Come on. I love it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So a big shout out to, Max... to Robness. Yeah, yeah. man. <laughs> I you heard about Max Osiris and I taking it to the next level with pubes. Did you hear about that? <laughs> trash uh, two just... man.
1: Um, I listened to that earlier, and I I, 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 had to, <laughs> I got caught mid laughter like I literally, like like there was liquid falling out of my mouth. So, <laughs> um, yeah, man, that's that's. I, <laughs> I don't I, I don't know how to, know how to respond to that. I don't know how to
0: respond to that. In all honesty, That's I've seen it clearly. where I was going to swap and It's like, do you want to send your pubes? I'm like, what? <laughs> it's just too funny. Oh
1: man, oh, um, man. yeah, we, we've got to thank we've got to thank people for the hair samples, right? For
0: the, sorry for what?
1: We've got to thank people oh, for, for the, the, the hair, hair samples. For the hair
0: samples, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because
1: I think he, he kind of pushed that into this now new realm of, of pubeness. pubness.
0: So. <laughs> yeah, there's there's yeah. some serious provenance to this pube stuff. Yeah. 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 No, I see it as a maturation. You know, it is pure puberty, or pubescent. I guess the <laughs> pubescent yeah. stage of trash. Yeah. Anyway, I've, that's enough about that. <laughs> oh man, hilarious. Um, and what's coming up in the guild here? I know I, I'm in on uh, one of the upcoming collabs. Is this like top secret stuff, or can we talk about what some of the ongoing? Maybe talk about generally, broadly. Like, what's the idea Lord, right. of? You know what the yeah, i, can, is I can give you
1: that i can give yeah, you that yeah. um so basically what happens is we we try to we it's a space where everyone can communicate and we can cross-pollinate ideas to create a new hybrid of an idea so everyone is is a contributor to the ideas right mm-hmm. so at different intervals um we have a method where at least for instance let's take the async piece an example right okay. Um, so there are multiple positions on the canvas, but they were completely randomly selected. So it's not like we're putting specific people in the front because of things. It was a random generator. So we, we very much explore the possibility of equality through how things are created.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, there are areas where we want to maybe formulate a new idea of slight compositional curation but not in the sense where it's purely defined, right? Hmm. Um, in but it was based on what we are paying homage to in terms of the characters and, the, and that sort of thing. Um, but down the line, there's some interesting things where three potential ideas find harmony, and it creates one new collab. So hmm. a really good synthesis of, of things. Um, Which really plays to the fact that it's collaborative it all exists on the same canvas in most instances as opposed to separate pieces right right so that in itself with the
0: async art do you not have some layers that people can look at
1: yes so on async you can actually go and explore the canvas and you can hit randomize and you can look at the layers um there's just if i'm correct i don't know if it is currently now but there's one that's currently unminted for the whole thing to be viewable but you can explore and you can hit random and you'll see all the different states appear and you can sort of there are a countless number of variations because there are three states per layer in most instances and then there are 34 layers so if you do the math on that it's going to get quite large (laughs) (laughs) um yeah um which is it was a really interesting project spearheaded by rutger Tas in terms of the organizational and i mean solid props off to to that over three months of wrangling everybody together and and it's it's no small feat i tell you that much um
0: the way you said root gravander so confidently i'm like oh south africa dutch yeah that makes sense
1: ah yeah that that is that um that history that we have
0: you know i have a dutch background (laughs) Um, myself my parents are dutch so all right yeah yeah interesting so do you speak any other languages Then living there
1: um, just a bit of Afrikaans, yeah, yeah, which is yeah, um, a little bit here of understanding of Korsak, but um, we have mm. eleven official ones, so it, it gets very, very diverse. Um, I need to explore more. Unfortunately, I have not done as much as I should in terms mm. of understanding the vast multitudes of languages, which is in itself a problem that I wish to address um, because that's important. Um, being able to relate to people where you are. Is very important, mm. not only in a single understanding or a single language understanding, because language has an, its own type of magic to it, right? Um, I was having a conversation the other day, actually, with an Uber driver, um, where we were discussing—I don't know how—we got into the concept of philosophy and, and, and physics through the course of like a five-minute ride. <laughs> um, it was crazy. You're like, um, so uh, what's? <laughs> yeah (laughs) not quite that but yeah it it went places um but the thing that really was incredible which i think a lot of people forget is that there are few languages in the world that are universal which don't require formalized training which is art music Mm -hmm. um you've obviously got the more applied sciences such as math and 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 physics and science so no matter what other language you speak if you can speak those languages you're good you can relate to everybody. Right. Mm -hmm. So the great unifier there is, is, is ultimately, even though it's a a science is a pure creative endeavor, it's, it's, uh, (laughs) it's, it's really, it's, it's quite strange. Um, I think language sometimes gets in the way.
0: Hmm. Right, because it's all about conveying meaning. Hmm. Yeah. Cool. Wow. South Africa seems like a fascinating place. I've never been to the continent at all um has that been you've grown up there or
1: yeah i've grown up in south africa um yeah. has it, it influenced it,
0: i mean obviously it's influenced your art that's a stupid question um but in terms of to what do you to what extent do you attribute living in that place to to your creations is that even a good question i don't even know ah
1: uh, that's, a, that's a tricky one let me see if i can i can try and interpret that so um South Africa had a history of um, oppression, right, mm. um, through the the ages, and because of that, a lot of a lot of means to escape that would be creative pursuits. Mm-hmm. So music, arts, protest, like a lot of those those things are forms of expression that still exist in a lot of the art that that some artists portray. Because we, even though we're a bunch of years out of, and we have a formalized democracy, we have inherent systemic problems that still exist, right? Mm-hmm. Um,
0: yeah, we so don't have those they- here. No, we're good. <laughs> Remember, it's Canada. Everything's perfect Of course. Here. Yeah, you know,
1: sugarcoating. I love those maple trees.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah,
1: as I mean, it's, it happens all around the world, but I think, um, growing up here, you're exposed to a lot of diversity. Because of where it is and the historical place that it is at the tip of Africa being an interchange with different cultures. So it's, you've got everyone from every part of the world fusing together in this one area, very cosmopolitan in in South Africa, really, Um, because of its nature, obviously being close to the coast and and its history. So the influences you can see within the architecture that still exists or the, the type of land spatial planning it's there's a lot of things that need to change because it's Mm. still still living in the past in some areas and it's progressively moving into the future in others but -hmm. there's a huge disconnect and in that disconnect there is a majority of individuals that are not empowered enough to create change at scale Mm -hmm. Um, which is why this whole movement is equally exciting because it allows you to solve problems within micro communities that can really sort of just merge and bond together and really almost create a new, a new function and a new way of seeing outside of your locale. Cause if you're, you're constantly living in it, you don't see a solution. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so that in that way, it's, it's, it's influenced me a lot in terms of what I've written. For instance, okay. there's some commentary that in terms of, uh, uh pieces of either rhyme or poetry that is quite let's just say expressive <laughs> um some of it's got a lot of anger right um which was a lot younger do you ever, set to music?
0: Curious. Do you ever set, excuse me do you ever set your words to music
1: i have on one or two occurrences and i will be exploring that a bit more in in this not too distant future um no not top secret okay. not top secret <laughs> i just um i think as you said timing is everything right yeah And um, timing seems to be at a place where this is an important thing I should explore. Mm. Um, But a lot of it was steeped out of a mix of anger and and observations of situations that are unfair and unequal. A lot of inequality exists. And because of that, um, I definitely see that influencing maybe the technique of how I do a lot of my art, but not necessarily the subject matter. I mean, there's a lot of of my work also focuses on a mix of uh, putting strength to female characters. There's a piece mm. in you'll see there like Kimiko and Say My Name, and if you pull that one up perhaps. There's I'm I'm an absolute believer in leveling the field and creating equality across mm. genders, right? And and perceptions of gender and cre- race and creed. So a lot of some of my work, <laughs> a lot of some of my work has a bent towards <laughs> empowering the female form or the the previously disadvantaged across whether it is gender or otherwise Um, and that is that is a direct result of my observation of living where was where i've grown up Um, we have a huge problem with femicide in south africa really Um, yeah gender violence towards women is a a thing (laughs) and it really bugs me that you why would you attack the caregivers of your, of your, of your future. Right. (laughs) So
0: it seems self-destructive.
1: It's it's completely self-destructive. So that does find its way into my art a lot. It's how I sort of, um, exercise my, my anger and my frustration, but I don't want to paint it negatively. I want to use the anger and I want to transmute it into something that can inspire and actually provide strength for the person that sees it. So it's, it's not, it might've come from an angry or a, an observation of negativity, but it's been- um, It's
0: restorative.
1: Yeah, it, it's trying to balance what I what I see and hopefully inspire someone to push beyond that.
0: Mm-hmm. I am looking at Say My Name right now. It's a beautiful work. Oh, thank you. And um, that, that must be a little older, eh, I'm guessing, because yeah, if I look at the history, it was minted uh, 17 weeks ago. That's a long time. In crypto no, that's, 17 that's, weeks that, that might as well be years apparently. <laughs> <in> crypto, <right? laughs> i know it's yeah. funny when i look back through my minting and go oh i did that ages ago and then i look and it's like 11 weeks ago i'm like 11 weeks ago it feels like two years ago is that weird? i think we found i think we found the
1: the secret to time travel oh it, <laughs> because it's time true. does not exist the same in the space at all man like
0: it's I, true I, I, it's such so, a strange yes, it, thing, isn't it? It is. I, I, I
1: don't actually know how to understand it.
0: <laughs> well, I think it has to do with, like we said before, when we are creating, you lose track of time and it seems to stretch on, right? Well, if you're doing that all the time, of course, your perception of time is totally altered.
1: That and I've had to adapt to um be across at least 10 time zones with all the guild members so that i don't think much
0: <laughs> yeah it's true i'm waking up um, at three in the morning to check gas fees <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah oh man
0: they've actually been not terrible lately not yeah. terrible so more tolerable yeah I was at, ask at you, one point oh, go ahead
1: at one point in this past week or so did it not hit 1400 go ahead I recall seeing something ridiculous what? like that. You did <laughs> yeah. it? I saw a really, really large number of about the thousand. And people still
0: swapping on you to swap still... at that? I am. Um, How?
1: Yeah. I, I don't know. I think it's it's probably the DeFi guys, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's Definitely. cool. As if you're
0: trading a few million dollars, if it's costing a few thousand dollars to trade, you know, that's still worth it. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's a problem though. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, you could see crypto winter was like a thing, right? Allegedly, <laughs> <Sure.
0: laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. I like what's. I like the solutions that are happening. I I usually compare it. The metaphor is fixing a car while you're driving it. You know, you can't just stop this thing, pull over, and take it apart and rejig it and put it back together again. You got to work on this thing while it's fully operational.
1: Absolutely, use that momentum and um, maybe create some sort of kinetic engine that, <laughs> of sorts, you know. Yeah. Um,
0: but it, it's fascinating stuff. I wanted to ask you about because I was looking at your uh, at your OpenSea uh, some of who you've been collecting. Like I noticed here, you've got rare bit bunnies in here. You've got I do? Uh, Yeah, um, a rabbit bunny. Yeah. Do you not? Where? Is that not you? OK, I thought, no. no, am I not searching correctly? Let me check. That's news to me if there is one. says <laughs> recently received, perhaps you received it. Perhaps it was sent to you.
1: Ah, okay. I should check that out. We do check.
0: Who's the owner of this piece now? Uh, pff, I could be wrong. Maybe I'm misreading it. <laughs> is it possible that it sent it to you? Yeah, yeah. you were sent <laughs> one from Red Lion Eye two hours ago.
1: Oh, wow. Oh,
0: thanks, Red Lion. <laughs> yeah, Red Lion. I sent you. Hey, aren't you glad that we were on the show? Now you found out. Um, Red Lion. I sent you. Rare bit number one seventy six. Red Lion Gazette Bunny Special Edition. Now, sometimes when you just receive these randomly, you're like, "Is this really the real thing?" Or like, "What's going on here?" It does say created by Rare Bits, which, of course, ooh, it's verified. Hey, OpenSea verified them. Okay. Oh wow. So it is a verified, see, that's where that verified is helpful. So yeah,
1: you received a rare bit bunny. Oh, that's awesome, thank you, red line. I, I love yeah. those gazettes, by the way, like that is it's chronologically like capturing history as it happens and it is fire, man.
0: It's cool stuff, <laughs> right? yeah. yeah. So yeah, no, but anyway, I'm just looking at your recently received and thank you for the uh, zombie Rogan piece that you picked up. Uh, I took I Richard do. Rosa's <laughs> advice. And I, uh, I was like, okay, I'm burning some of these. I'll leave a couple of them, but I feel better for my collectors if I cut down the supply here. So thank you very wow. much for picking that one up.
1: Oh man, uh, he, he's a legend. And that piece is, you captured him right there. That, 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 <laughs> that, 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 like perfectly. Uh, uh, uh,
0: so yeah, but thank you very much. And you have, I don't know, this Mark Cuban one is kind of funny. <laughs> uh yeah i I kind of just
1: need to i needed to it's it's something that you just have to that's one i had to um who knows he's he's it's forever
0: forever there right (laughs) yeah it's great uh what are your hopes here for the next little while we maybe we can wrap up with hopes and then i've got to get you to do uh some poetry at the end here but hopes for the upcoming few months maybe for the guild for yourself
1: so let me, I'll start with myself and then I'll, I'll move on to the guilds. So I'd like mm-hmm. to end there. So, uh, personally, I hope to empower a lot more artists, um, whether it's through education and not only artists, but people that are creative that mm-hmm. haven't maybe found an outlet because they haven't seen the possibility of, um, a reception or an audience because they're not thinking beyond what they're seeing and experiencing at the moment. There is literally a world out there that is wanting to see, learn, experience, and share things with you, and it can exist in a commercial trade, as we've seen. Um, So in my personal capacity, I want to start something where I'm providing more education to um, female people of color within the country with regards to just small sort of events, like what is crypto, how to have a wallet, like the things that you can avoid, scams, that sort of thing, and how using this it's it's you've got to be future focused right it's it's now but you are thinking for the future because we are building for the future so it will be a mix of education i'd like to explore a bit of augmented reality with some of my work um so taking pieces that exist on paper and telling you a journey through perhaps uh, performance as well as um, spoken word that puts it onto a wall, and from there it moves into another type of, like, format, if I could say. Um, So I'll be exploring a lot of of merging of technologies um, in some of my works. Um, And then to just wake up every morning knowing that I've done something a little bit to make someone else's life a little bit better. So that's my my short medium and somewhat long-term focus, personally. And then with regards to the guild um, to create a successful and positively charged community around collaboration, um, where we have different degrees of caliber of artists, whether it's young, old, new in the scene, so we can learn and foster an environment where everyone is included in this growth. Um, also with the focus on, on having people break out of their shelves out of their comfort zones and how can they translate this into their real world communities Um, massive collaborations (laughs) Um, a few different platforms for each of the artists Um, and ultimately just a force for positive change
0: those are awesome aspirations i I hope you uh, have great success with them thank you would you do us a favor and end with some wonderful word smithery? Um, give me just
1: one moment so no I can problem. perhaps no find problem. something. <laughs> um, so I'll rather i will rather read this out because it's something written. Um, it's called Food for Thought. So um, just a sip of water, excuse me. Food for Thought. Sunrise for the eyes that see beyond the light rays. Rays take so high that immortals think when we might stay. Oceans move, we don't sway. Carbon copy frequencies, so future memories replay the melodies. We greet day as we pray through the night. We lip spray trying to feel solitude of the homeless plight. With one mic, you can send children to die. And with that same mic, you could lift all of our souls sky high. I really can't sleep because when I wake it's the same, even with both eyes shut, I still see the game. And the rules don't even think to play along. It's like we're on the mirror's edge dodging bullets. What's going on? Over the green, the grass got to be better. But I'm sitting here, no sweater, writing a scarlet letter. No matter the weather, whether you're feeling it or not, Shinji bringing mad flows in the winter to make it stay hot. Food for thought.
0: Thank you so much for that. Uh, yeah, I wish you. you all the best. And uh, yeah, I really appreciate That's amazing. I love it i hope you're okay with this i think I, I would really love to play that audio to my students if that's okay with you
1: oh by all means please i, I have yeah. no I, i'd be honored thank you
0: yeah that's amazing yeah cool. wow okay thank you so oh, much thank you for having me man right on
1: it's been a lot of fun
0: yeah okay hey we'll see you at the uh, exhibition yeah for sure okay perfect thanks later cheers cheers Thanks again for listening to the Non-Fungible Podcast. See you again soon.